and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and our mates over at Elites Breaks. Hit them up on Facebook and Instagram. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Monster Express. Choo choo, Corey. People's eardrums. Honestly, I've heard reports in the community, Corey, from local doctors that they've had an increased amount of people going in with earaches after listening to your introduction. Yep, uh, that's my aim. That's absolutely fucked. But true, true, Corey, we're here to talk about the Rucks. The Bombs Express is back. And, uh, fuck, that was a bit of a different entrance. Uh, <laughs> listeners, find us on uh, social media. Find us on Twitter and, oh, almost said Facebook. Find us on Twitter and Patreon at SCLEs. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify at Supercoach Elites. Now, Bombs, I have heard that there are a couple of people who use that sound to wake them up in the morning. <laughs> Set it as their alarm. Good yep. morning. Straight up, straight up. Ready to start the day. Showered. All good. How are you, mate? I've, heard, I've actually heard that when people are doing the hanky-panky, Corey, they got a bit of choo-choo <laughs> in the background. <laughs> like when people, they people just, just tooting the horn. Put, yeah. put it on repeat. Just when they're backed up like carriage after carriage, Corey, and uh, there's just a couple of people with their hands in the air just pulling on the string going, toot, toot, I reckon. <laughs> Reapers. As they finish. Oh, mate, are you ready for today? Now, the most important podcast of the entire preseason, I would have thought. If yeah. this isn't the most listened to podcast, I'd be shocked. I agree. I strongly agree. So we'll get into it. We'll talk. Kind of like we've done with all the others. We'll talk about the own, my own boys. We'll go through the mid-prices that might pop out, um, the rookies or cash cows that we have available, and then go through potty question. So Sounds let's start. Time. And we've got to start with the big dog bumps. Big Maxi Gorn. Priced at 622 off the top of my head. Yeah, 622100 It's probably the first time where Max Gorn's had a full preseason where it's been challenged, you know, that we're not considering him as our first pick player. Yeah. Feels weird. It does. But I, uh, speaking to the serial pest during the week, and I actually talked him into starting Max Gorn. I don't hate it. Because he had about 80k sitting there, and he picked someone that was about 70k less, can't remember who it was. And I said to him, I go, why don't you just go be a bit unique? I go, you know, you've, you love Gorn for so long. You know, you announced him seven years ago, whatever it was. Why don't you just go grab him? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You trade him down to someone. What if he actually starts the year popping off? And I know oh, you're going to get sucked into the preseason game. And I said the other day I'd settled on Grundy. Remember that podcast where, uh, you know, Grundy was said to be, you know, 60 70% in the ruck. And then you yeah. see the pracky games and that's not the case. And it's just like, fuck, maybe, like, what's the worst Gorn could average? 105, you reckon? Well, and the funny thing is, too, is it wasn't until today that, I was really like, fuck, I could start Max Gorn. Like, and if it goes wrong, go down. Well, that was a fa- And I didn't even hear your conversation. I was just driving thinking that. Um, yeah, it has to be, doesn't it? Like, 100, yeah. 104 is probably how low he can go. Like, he's still going to have big games. He's still going to be behind the ball points, taking contested marks. He's still going to be sitting in the forward line. I mean, obviously, more than the ruck. And so he's going to kick some snags. He'll kick 25 for the year. Like, and I don't, um, I'm not against that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against starting Max Gorn one bit. Let me like, how many, how many Ruckman are going to go over 105? You know how we, you know, last year's, oh, Ruckman score well, you know, this, that, this, that, this, that. Well, how many averaged actually over 105 last year? Three. Three of them. Three. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, so if 105's kind of the bottom, does that not make him potentially a top three or four ruckman still? Yeah, probably. It's just and a price not, tag, isn't it? It feels safe. Because if Grundy wasn't there, it'd just be Gorn Marshall, the, the ruck line. Like, and every single person's ruck lineup would be Gorn Marshall, I would have thought. Well, it'd probably be Gorn Grundy, to be honest, because Grundy would still be in at Collingwood, and you would probably would have locked it in. And let me tell you this. If Gorn gains Ford status and he doesn't average 105, let's say he averages 101, and he gains Ford status, is he not a top six Ford at 101 well, average? Well, he's straight in your team, because you're not not having him if he gains yeah, Ford status. And, and so, this is what I'm thinking. Like, he's either top two ruck, and if he's not top two ruck and he's got Ford status, he's probably a top six Ford. So, you, you're probably not dealing with trading him out at some stage. You might just be able to flip him. Yeah. Like... It makes sense. I'm gonna almost to start him. Potty with Max Corn in my team. Yeah, now I've got to go find fifty grand. Well, I'm bombs. <laughs> um, couple of stats here. Seven out of the last eight years, he's averaged a hundred plus. Twenty twenty, he averaged one hundred and thirty nine point nine. Obviously, the um, COVID affected year. His last five years averages bombs: one twenty seven point five, one twenty eight point four, one thirty nine point nine, one twenty point eight, and one hundred and thirteen. 11 scores of 100-plus last year. He played well in the, um, in the actual finals, not the Supercoach finals. 136 times last season, Bumps. 147, 198, 160, and 172 are his top scores. So the, the questions have never been a ceiling. He does have an elite midfield now. Um, and the preseason game, 153, kicked three goals, and had 17 touches. So it just looked like Max Gorn of old. It looked, it looked no different, did it? And Luke Jackson yeah. didn't affect him overly. Oh, I Luke mean, Jackson's a non... Different, uh, but yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let, but... me, uh, let me say this. I have been speaking to Patreon members and Dizzer and, and other members. That, you know, I'm, I'm all okay. It makes scorn. Now that I've said it out loud on the podcast, I think I've actually just convinced myself. Wait till you go back and re-listen. Mate, you, you might just fucking not have in your mouth full. I do apologise. <laughs> what have you been through the pantries, mate? Yeah, My goodness. Straight through. Now, I, I think I'm going to start him. Gorny. I'm trying to bring him in right now. Maybe, yeah. maybe we just this is get fucked. To the end of the potty and then this is there. fucked. I'm probably going to bring in the next guy we're about to speak about. Yeah. Uh, no, hey. Seriously, though, but the whole idea of, look, if he gets 33%, what's, what is the percentage? 35. He spends 35% in the forward line. He's going to get forward status, right? So he might average 101. But if he doesn't, that means he's playing that much ruck that he's going to be a top two ruck. Where's the downside here? It's either he's going to be a top two ruck or a top six forward, I'm thinking. The downside's if he gets stuck somewhere in the middle. 30, well, at, at 34% in the yeah. forward line, so he doesn't get forward <laughs> status. But even then, if he's averaging a flat line 100... <coughs> Yeah, it's probably not the worst thing you could do. And it's 8% owned, bro. Like, that is... Yeah. That's unique. Yeah. You get that right on Max Gorn, too. Imagine he's just, like, bang, like, 150, 150 to start the year and you're scrambling to find money to upgrade one of your your Ruckman to Max Gorn. Didn't you to trade three. Gorn out last year? Uh, now, I haven't... I didn't want to mention the scars I've got with him. Because I, isn't this going to be a scenario? Could it not be the same thing? If he goes out and it's like 70-70, you're like, fucking, I'm trading him out, and then he starts popping again? exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you now. And you want vintage bombs to come back, Corey. Gorn. Oh, hold on. What's my name? I'm Jar Morant here, Corey, because I'm just getting my pistol out. I might be lining him up. 
They could be one of those. It's it's perfect for the pod. Yeah, if it goes I mean, right. You start you'd love it, wouldn't off. you? Yeah, if it fucks up, you're, I don't know, close to the Westgate, I think. Well, I don't know if we can make those kind of remarks here, Corey, but well, what I, mean, I do know is I'd be long, very... You're going for a long drive, is what I'm saying. I'd be go, yeah, I'm, and I do live quite a distance from the Westgate, yeah. so that would make sense. Now, yes, it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty... Oh, I think I'm going to do it. I think I've talked myself into it. For fuck's sake. Yeah, good. Um, moving on to Jared Witz. Yeah, six, now. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. You six, go first. 605-100. Elite midfield. Uh, well, probably not elite, but Took Miller at his feet is definitely the one. And I think the worry is, is how injured is Took? Because I do worry. Oh, man, a lot of ruck points are hit outs to advantage. And they are the one-two punch in the competition. I think it's over the last two years they've like it's been the most tapped down to combination in the league. I think I think Oliver was close to that actually two years ago. Um, last year was the first time though Bumps he's averaged over a hundred, hundred and nine, thirteen scores of a hundred plus, eight scores of one thirty plus, seven game average at one period of one hundred and twenty seven point two eight. He played all twenty two games after that horrific injury the year before. Um, hadn't missed a game. Um, prior to 2021 since 2018 as well. And here's the big one. I mean, if, you, if you're if you in a 20-man league and you start early, he could have the right combination of Ladhams and McAndrew in round one. So I'm thinking Wits is going to be probably the number one scoring Ruckman in the first week. But it's a 22-game year, 23. Yeah, and generally leagues don't play round one. <laughs> 20-mans do. That's true. Yeah. Um, well... The thing with Wits is six of his last 10 games were sub-100. So, yes, he averaged uh, like, what just under 110. Yes, he had 13 tonnes in the season, but six of his last 10 post by under 100 and three of them under 80. Sectional splits? Yeah, so he, on the surface, looks safe. 22 games, 109 average, breakout year last year. Solo ruck is is it ticks a lot of boxes, right? But then you look at the back end and you're like, well, what if you get those last ten games over twenty two games this year? You're gonna be pretty disappointed. It's um it's actually funny because I think with most ruckmen, we can find pros and cons. So far, we talk about Max Gorn, the probably one bloke who we thought had the most cons, and you've tried to kind of found all these pros. Yeah, I I am. Anti-wits, Corey. Yeah, why? Just, Just purely because on the second half, yeah, and I'm not going to want to go near it. I'd rather take the risk on your Englishes, your Sean Darcy's, and these kind of players with the potential ceiling, and I know their game's played down, but with the potential ceilings they can offer, Yeah. Um, compared to just going with wits who I'd probably see yeah, going down 10 points on average. Yeah, see, I'm not overly worried about witsy. Out of all the Ruckman, he's the one that had the he average, had the most scores hundred plus last year. He feels secure, but 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 split it up. He had he had four tons after his buy. Yeah, and if he wasn't so popularly owned last year, that in another year could cost you a final series. I mean, we're looking at Ruckman where ten and twelve percent at the moment is a really common ownership. Yeah, yeah, it's where it well, is basically where everyone like is every Ruckman's like yeah. you know between eight and. 14, I would say. Yep. 
So you're a no for wits. I'm not as worried if I see him in teams. I think he'll do enough. I don't. I, in saying that, I don't think he's going to be back at 110. Yeah, no, he's not going to be that high. No, I think it'll be probably between 100 to 105. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timmy English, 581k. Bonds, can you start with Timmy? Because I've got. I've probably got a lot of danger signs for, for Timmy English. Yeah. I'm, I'm really love a Laddam's injury for, like, to be able to start Tim English, to be honest, because I feel like the only thing that's. Uh, yeah, what did I say? You said Laddam's. Why would you want a Laddam's injury? Because. Ruck three McAndrew might be more guaranteed games, and gotcha. I feel I feel like the games played with English, and I don't know if you have the stats handy, but it was fifteen last year, I think, top of my head, and the year before would have I think it was eighteen. Uh, we've got he's never played over twenty games in a season. Yeah, but he much. did play a full he did play a full season in, COVID season. No, in, in the he had, one, didn't he? no, he had seventeen. Wasn't a seventeen round picture? Yeah, okay, have you got that yeah. up there? Do you? Oh, he played 17 in 2020. Yeah, okay. I got that up. Yeah, beautiful. So that was the only, only he's played a full year. Yeah, he... that, that's right. Yeah. So, but it's just consistent. There was already talk this preseason. There was a slight sort of niggle. Um, now, this is a risk and reward pick because he's going to play 14, 15 games potentially. But I think he's genuinely the number one average in Ruckman. Purely so, on what fact? Well, I just think. The age, his readiness, the signs he kind of showed last year. No Steph Martin. I know they brought in Rory Lobb, but I'm not fucking worried about Rory Lobb, bro. Um, You know, you think about the midfield, think about, you know, he might get involved more around the ground now that they've lost, you know, one of their midfield pieces. I just think Tim English, 110 is the minimum, but I'm really scared about games played. Like, if we had a ball and I could ask the ball one question right now, it would be... How many games has Tim English played, play this year? And if you tell me it's, you know, 21, 22, 23, whatever it is, like, but it's, a, it's you know, 90% of the year, I'm saying, yeah, I'm starting him because I'm very confident in uh, what he's going to be able to produce Yeah, he, look, in terms of an average. The profiles, he's, he's ready for a Ruckman, isn't he? Like, now now is the time. This is it, yeah. yeah. This is, is going to be an explosion. Yeah, <coughs> fantastic on the feet. That's that's always handy. Never played more than twenty games. Said that before. He's averaged over hundred twice in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two. So the good thing with that bombs is one of those seasons where he's played a full year was one of the years he averaged over hundred. So that's almost a positive takeaway there. Fifteen games last season. Uh, that's the worry. It's a big worry. I think it's the the games played. You, you mentioned it. It's huge. Uh, and the other one too, Bonds, don't forget, that was meant to be a one-weaker last year, yeah. remember? And, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's, oh, the, I remember. that's the genuine, like, when you break it down, those kind of injuries, Josh Kelly, that's the prime example. Now, Josh Kelly essentially was on my Never Again list because of these things. They're one-week injuries that just linger. Um, yeah. And fuck, I hate that. I, I, I literally hate it. Seven scores of 100 plus last year, eight scores sub 100. But he did go 133 times. He had a 75 in the preseason game the other day, and he lost hit out to both <coughs> Cherry and Goldstein. So, look, probably the biggest knock on him is he's not the best ruckman in the league, yeah. but it's yeah. what he does around the ground. Yeah, okay. So, whether that 75 scares you or not... Well, it doesn't just... scare me, but I, I would like... 
I reckon his bottom scores are going to be more consistent. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm not over... I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I was, I was massive on Tim English until I started doing, essentially, research. And uh, I'm in the same boat as you. The fact that there's no two in front of any of those double-digit numbers scares the shit out of me for games played. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is... I'm, I'm passing on him. And I'll probably regret it. Because I've had him in a lot of the pre-season. In and out. Sugar Sean Darcy? I reckon it was easy. The the first rock combination I had to start the preseason was English Marshall. Same. Exact same. And the injury just triggered how many games he's played. And it's just, yeah, no, I can't do it. Um, now, Sean Darcy. My current ruckman. Am I worried about Luke Jackson? Fuck no. What the fuck would I be worried about that? I mean, have you seen the cunt's head? Seriously. Mop. Have you seen that? Uh, he's got a shogging head. Now, this is a bloke who can score 50, but he's also a bloke who can score 190. I am... I don't know what you're doing there, mate. What the fuck are you doing? Just eating and also... I mean, this is just really high-quality oh, stuff. Can here. you not? I thought I had it on mute. Is it not muted? Can, no, I can hear plates going. You're oh, asking me if it's... You're asking me if it's muted with your fucking mouth full of food. You're just shoving pies in there. I sincerely apologise. I thought that was on (laughs) mute the whole time. You probably should have picked that up a little bit earlier because I literally pressed the little button and I thought it had been muted. I'm going to take you back to 2021. Actually, in saying that, it's not through our chat, so they might not pick up on the potty, to be honest. It will pick up on the potty. Because I can mute through the program. Anyway. Anyway. Rounds eight... To 22, Corey, of the 2021 season. 114, 146, 112, 83, 112, 140, 90, 193, 183, 156, 94, 116, 120, 150. That is rounds 8 to 20. I don't think people actually recognize how big a stretch that was and how big that fucking average was. He was, he dominated, he, teams were considering him last year. Yeah, based on how you finished the season. Yeah, strongly agree. But what happened last year, Corey? He shut the bed. Yeah, well, I think he's, uh, he's, a, big, he's a big boy, isn't he? But again, I mean, this was, it was 19 games played last year. Now, he missed a lot of them in the first half of the year, right? Yeah. But then you have a look at this kind of period he had last year, right? Because what I'm seeing is periods of absolute domination here. 178, 51, 134, 141, 59, shit score, 91, 117, 124, 111, 94, 93, 92. So I reckon his ability over the last couple of years to show sustained periods of time of really good scoring has been high. And I just reckon that at some point it's going to click and there's going to be 22 games of it. Yeah, well... Again, we talk about age profile. He's ready, isn't he? He's in the he's in that same profile. He's young. He's young. He doesn't look too young. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Average is 118 in 2021. The one thing that I will say, and we were talking about it last year. He did come back from that injury in the preseason. So his first couple of games back, he was a little bit rusty. Um. The hitouts. He only averaged 21.5 hitouts on the return from his injury, but post round eight, that went up to 36 hitouts a game. So, Sean Darcy is the old prototype Ruckman 
who kind of like your uh, Sanderlands from the same club, who scored a lot of hit, a lot of points off hitouts and hitouts to advantage. And that's where they came from. Um, the good thing is, to the preseason game, he had 38 hitouts with 128 supercoach points. Yeah. So there is a correlation between those high-scoring games and his hitouts. Um, he had eight scores over 100 last year. Six of them were 120 plus. Top scores were 141, 155, 178. When we do talk about those scores over 100 bombs, five of those scores were in the 90s that were sub-100 as well. So when we talk about players rounding out their game and being a little bit more consistent, I think Sean Darcy is almost there, and I'm expecting a lot more hundreds this year. I'm almost more confident in Sean Darcy rounding out that game with less of a, a breach gap than I am with Tim English. I think Tim English is still going to have some sub-games where they're ugly scores, but a lot of games where they're higher scores, where I think Sean Darcy is going to be that more consistent player throughout the year score-wise. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Sean Darcy this year. I mean, you know those scores I wrote off from two years ago? He, he ended up averaging 118 or so that yeah. year. So, I mean... And and I understand that, you know, he had back-to-back games here. He went like 193, 183. So that's going to skew things a little bit. So maybe it's 110 without those games or 106, I don't know, whatever it works out to be. But, you know, you look at, is this six or seven years now in the system? And it's just kind of like, okay, we're getting to we're getting to that age bracket now, mid-20s. He's, I mean, size is obviously not an issue because he's been a big boy for a, a while. Yeah. Um, he's had an injury-free preseason, which is fantastic. And... The only threat to him at the moment is Luke Jackson, who I don't feel like he's going to ruck more than Rory Lobb did for the team. No. So in terms of his role, I don't think it changes. I think he's safe for 100 average. Um, and if it wasn't for, you know, that, that little bit of a hamstring last year, then I think he'd actually be owned by more than what he's currently owned by. Well, don't forget as well that he had Lloyd Meek in the team as well to start the season last year. Um, yeah, fuck, yep. that was not good. Yeah. Because they needed someone because he was coming back from injury. So yeah. we're talking about those hitouts before. A lot of that score, and it's, it's probably done us favors. He's probably he's probably thirty grand cheaper this year because of it. Um, yeah, and you, missed. Go ahead. Yeah, you talk about you know them. So he was he wasn't just dealing with Rory Lobb at that stage. He was also dealing with Meek. Now Jackson's come in to essentially be that forward who's going to pinch hit. So he's going to play that Rory Lobb role. And, and I'm like you, I, I think minutes will be down on that because Sean Darcy's had a full preseason. Yeah. Yep. Two, one, and three, I think it was. Uh, two, one, and three. Yeah, that's games missed. So there hasn't been a 22-gamer. So, you know, I think about Sean Darcy and then what I was sort of saying about Max Gorn, I'm thinking, well... Gee, Gorn doesn't miss games pretty much at all. And Could Ruck Melbourne 3, have a luxury now, though, that if Gorn or Grundy have a bit of a niggle where they would have normally played through before, yep. that they will yep. definitely rest? Yeah, I would be. Yeah. Because what's would Gorn now? Be? 30, what, 30 what? Oh, no, Corey, if he's 30, we can't pick Gorn. We probably should have gone through this before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's over 30. I'll bring it up for you. His birthday was 1991. No, he's already 31. Yeah. With 32 this year, which means last year, he was 30 last year, a.k.a. the decline of Gorn. You see how the, the honestly, Corey, when players turn 30, bro, I'm telling you, it's a thing. Yeah, but 
Yeah, it's uh, that because we, you, you know, we are talking about the injury worry and players missing games. So I, I just, I just want that to be in the back of my mind when I'm looking at these Melbourne players. That Grundy, especially, you know, if Grundy's slightly sore, they'll, I think they'll rest him. They're gonna play finals. They're gonna be top four. Yeah, well, like, easily. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, anything else to add on the big Shrekker? Nah, man. Nah. Hey, still in your side at the moment. Yeah, only because I don't have sixty grand lying around to train to Gorn. Yeah. Um, do we talk about Rob out of this next little group? No, because I think that is that is it. Yeah, I, I'm not. There are a couple of people who do like Riley O'Brien. Might pop up in questions. It's three percent um, teams, but I don't think I don't, I don't think Rob is as viable or has the ceiling average as some of those other guys. Like Rob will probably go a hundred. I'm yeah, Rob will probably go 100 to 103, yeah. or 98 to 103. How many of these guys do I see averaging 110? I wouldn't put Rob in that bracket. All right, so drop down to Brody Grundy. Uh, since 2018, averages of 130.5, 130, 120.6, 115.2, and 103.5 of his six games last year. Um, he's had a full preseason this year, bomb switch is handy. His scores last year before injury, like take out that 50-odd or whatever it was. I mean, you know you can't take it out, but there was 50-odd in there. 124, 101, 96, 118, 129. Guy knows how to play the game of footy. He had an 80 in the preseason, but he kicked three. So there is a full hell chance that one or both of these guys end up with forward eligibility. Agreed, yep. Yep. Um, where does your head sit on Brody Grundy? My head has cooled on Grundy because I'm getting more and more involved in Sean Darcy. Um, I mean, I, I was born into the talk around 60% ruck, and then he didn't essentially get that in the one game we got Started to see. Yep. And I Keep saw that and I was just two, like, wow. something he hasn't historically been great at. So then I looked at it and I'm just like, hmm. How much of that word can I believe? And if I feel like I can't believe he's going to get the major ruck role, then um, I'm going to pass on it. Yeah. And and I know he's 500 and it's cheap. And you know what? If you can only afford 500 in the ruck and you just want to go Grundy Marshall, I'm not going to knock it, but I think there's players with better ceilings. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that thing and that comment that I just made before. He is a player that historically has had niggles. And played through them, and I, I don't think he will. I'm expecting yeah. I'm expecting him to probably be under 20 games played this year. Oh, I don't yeah. think he's going to be that low. I, I think he'll miss three or four. Yeah, I mean, he missed most of the year last year too. Yeah. But if it's not a reoccurring injury, yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to miss four games purely based on niggly kind of stuff. I think he's still going to play footy. Yeah. Now that's. My outlandish statement on the right podcast. Big outlandish statement. <laughs> um, Roland Marshall, mate. Did you lock him in? Now, could actually be the number one Ruckman. Yeah, he was fantastic. Not even game. taking the piss, bro. Like, yeah. he could, he's actually... You know what was most impressive about this? Yep. The preseason game showed him playing pure Ruck. Yeah. They, they didn't... They weren't tempted to throw him in the forward line and all that kind of crap. So... If because uh, that would have been the other spanner. If they decided to start flicking this guy in the forward line in that in that practice, not another practice game, but warm, yeah, yeah, whatever the, the fuck you want to call it, um, I'd be worried about picking him. But I am three thousand percent 
I'd be out picking him. Yeah. Him and, him and Draper ran around together for most of the day. He dropped a 155. He was fantastic around the ground. And that was the big one. He was just... Marshall, what was it, two years ago, three years ago now, where he dominated, had that patch where he dominated around the ground. Remember when you... I think it was three yeah. years ago where you were just... Rowan Marshall. No. Couldn't hear Corey. Yes. I, I actually encourage people to pick him. Yep. Don't you remember that? Yeah. Like, we, like it was yesterday, mate. We've, we've been through this. Rowan Marshall... <laughs> yeah. Look, five scores over 100 plus last year. He's progressively gotten worse in average over the last couple of seasons, but he was there with Paddy Ryder and a couple of others. Um, you're essentially picking him on the pure potential that he's going to be the number one ruckman and ruck only. And in 51% yeah. of teams, you're a braver man than I am if you decide you're not starting with Royal Marshall this year. No, nah, no, nah, this is this is one of the easier picks. I mean, we've all found the ruck line hard. But I reckon Rowan Marshall's been a staple for everyone. And ceiling. He's got it. 156, 173 last year and 155 in the preseason game. 115 average is what he's going to put up, Corey. Yep, would not shock me at all. And I think that's probably between 110 to 115 is where he's going to be. Yep. Yep. I'm all in on that. Yeah. All said. All said and done. Um, we're going to talk about the ruck forwards in this potty as well, Bombs, because I think yep. it'd be rude not to. Uh, you know Luke Jackson's in 7% of teams. What the fuck? He was very popularly picked last year as well. Idiots. Jesus. Uh, D Cameron. Does that no. change? No. 20% of teams he's still in. Idiots. Just do, do, cocks, do they watch football? Cox out rocking. How the fuck is this cunt? How bad of a football player do you have to be that Mason Cox is forcing you to not be a ruckman? You gotta go play forward again. After your ruck last year. Fair dinkum. You're sitting Grundy on his merry way. You train out Grundy because you got Darcy Cameron doing some good things last year and then you go, oh, you know what, now we're going to play Mason Cox here. <laughs> Come on, Telescopic. bro. Now, I'll tell you what's going to happen Darcy Cameron. Right? Round six, we're all going to trade him in for 404000 You know why? Why? Because McRae and Lepich and Bolton and which other, which other fuckhead coaches you got down at Collingwood over there, they're gonna they're gonna look at each other at the end of round five because you're gonna be one and four at that point and you're gonna look at each other and go, what the fuck have we done? Why <laughs> the why the fuck did we play Mason Cox in the ruck? You're gonna drop Coxie to the twos. Cameron's gonna become solo ruck. He's gonna be averaging sixty seven. He's gonna be down to four hundred and one thousand, and we're all gonna trade him in at that point. I think he'd be cheaper than that if he was averaging 67, wouldn't he? Well, maybe he averaged 77. Yeah, there but he's going to be very low 400s. Cox is gone. He's going to go back to number one ruck. And we're going to trade him in for cheap. Right. We're going to get a premium Ford at 400k this year at some point. I absolutely love it. But, oh, how much easier would Supercoach have been if Coxie wasn't in the ruck? I just don't get Like, as a Collingwood supporter, I really don't get it. Well, there's some Collingwood supporters I was speaking to, Corey. They actually reckon for pure ruck work that Cox has a significantly better uh, sorry Collingwood would have a significantly better chance of winning clearances when Cox is in the ruck compared to Cameron and there's statistics to back all that up but don't sit there and fucking play this cunt 50-60% in the ruck because you probably had the advantage when Cox was in there when he was playing on the other forward rucks because this cunt's 20 centimetres taller than them correct and I mean I think around the ground, Cameron's so much better than Cox. You're going to go play this donkey, right, against number one Ruckman now, and he's going to get fucking towed up. 
And there goes his confidence, and then he won't produce in the forward line because he's low on confidence again. He'll be right in his fucking five-goal haul against Richmond in the prelim final in 2018 for the next fucking year and a half. Just fuck him off. Coxie. He's got to go, bro. I've had it, honestly. Yeah. I'm still sceptical. But it is what it is. Sammy Draper, mate. 12% of teams <laughs> own Draper. Glory. Let me let me refer to... Where's my note page here? What's your note page here? Pending bets with mates, right? This is my note page. $100 bet here. Now, I've got unders. Sam Draper to kick over 19 and a half goals. If it's under 20 goals for the season, then that's got to equate to he's got to kick at least one goal a game for this other person to win. Now, we won't name who he is, but he doesn't have many big moves, Corey. That's all I'm going to say. How the moves. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I don't really get this pick. Is this that they're trying to find the wits and the proofs and all that? Is that what this pick is? You know what I reckon it was? They saw Brownlow Knight. They saw him win goal of the year, which, honestly, uh, fucking hell, Corey, that was not goal of the year. Agreed. They saw Brent and they and they thought, "Fuck, he can do that." Let's pick him. Oh, hold on a minute. He plays for Essendon. Yeah, they got a billion supporters. That fucking a bit delusional. Yeah, yeah he's a gun. A bit Fuck delusional. Off. Fuck off, cunt. Honestly, he's he is honestly a flog. Severely delusional. He is honestly an absolute twat. And he's not always rucking to a good midfield. Can I tell you, Tom DeConnie will out average him this year. Very good. No, seriously. Yeah. Tom DeConnie out averaged him last year. Did he actually? Yeah. No yep. way. Draper 72.4, DeConnie 74.8. <laughs> <laughs> That's shit this gun is, bro. What did Pitt and Ed average? 70.1. Oh, my God. He's the equivalent of Pitt and Ed. This gun's fucked, man. Let's have a look at some of the other names around him. Hold on. Uh, Cherry. Peter uh, Laddams uh, out averaging. Lloyd, Lloyd Meek Lloyd out of Reed Stanley. Jeremy Finlayson. Matt Flynn. Oh, for fuck's sake, Corey, honestly. John Segler out averaged him last year, Corey. I oh, know he only played two games. But still. Oh. You've got to be taking that piss, cunt. Legitimately. Tom Campbell. Tom Campbell. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Well. And and seriously, for that fuckhead in my bet with mate section to honestly even contemplate, you know the best part is is he was all in on the Essendon bandwagon, and then he comes up to me about two weeks after bed. He goes, "Bombs!" I go, "Yeah, Shaq." He goes, "I'm off Essendon." He goes, "They're no good because they lost by six goals to St Kilda on a practice game." He goes, "They're no good." I go, what about Sam Draper? And he goes, yeah, that's nah, not a year. <laughs> After telling me and guaranteeing me he was going to start him and that he was going to average 107 and he was going to kick over 20 goals for him this year. Fucking uh, hell, bro. There you go. There you go. Uh, down to the cashy cows, my friend. Um, the Teeks, Brian Teekle, you if he gets any chance? Yes. Oh, 200k. I just, I just won't have the funds to be able to yeah. do it, I think. You would have loved to have seen him take the number one, eh? Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, if he was number one 
ruck and Lysette was injured, I'd be starting one ruckman. I'd be going like uh, oh, Royal yes. Marshall. Yeah. yeah, and I'd be running Tickle, Asava, and McAndrew. So that way I only need one of the three of them to sort of get a game. All right, speaking on Asava, we've had a huge talks about this in Patreon, So, and it continues to be discussed every single day. So if you do want to talk Asava, jump in the disc and let's have a chat. But... Oh, look, I've I've got serious. He's only twenty six percent of teams. I've got serious, serious worries. I know. Um, what's the young lad's name that's out? I almost called him Harry Taylor. Then Jesus fuck. Um, what's his name? Henry. Yeah. 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 So Henry's Jack out. Henry. Jack Henry's out. Um, Asava's been playing down back. Yeah, beautiful. Love it. DeConning playing up forward on the weekend. Um, there's always been talks down at Geelong that he'd eventually become a forward, but you know the rest is history. One man has to come back into this team, Bumps. One big, big motherfucker. And his name's Tom Hawkins. No, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, and I am. I think when Hawkins comes in, they're going to send fucking DeConning down back. Someone's got to make way. The one thing that I really don't like about Asaba, and I think it's going to be the output that we're going to see. I mean, he's only 174, so he doesn't have to do a shit ton. But he can't kick a football. Like, I went back and rewatched that game on the weekend. His exit strategy and his disposal, oh, it's, no, what would you call it? His, his idea of getting kicking the fucking football is just getting it and kicking it as long as he possibly can. He's like an NFL punter. Like, he literally just gets the ball, panics, and fucking bombs it. He turned the ball over, I'd say, probably on six kicks in a row in that Brisbane game. Now, I know they got smashed up playing Brisbane, and it's not going to be every week, but... I'm just not overly set on this Asava pick yet. I think with Radicalia, and, and this is where I stand on at the moment, I'm almost happy to watch the first two games, wait for Geelong to have a full team, and then correctional trade. Like, I think that's where I sit on it. I'm not I'm not as optimistic as 20, 26% of coaches. Tom Hawkins won't affect Asava's position in the team. The Jack Henry injury, which is a three-month injury, is goals. Asava played the last two games in the VFL last year as an intercept defender, right, and did a half-decent job in the twos. Yeah, well, now, that's a big difference between that and coming they, and he's, he's fucking shit. They will not line him up in the forward. I can categorically guarantee, Corey. I'll give you the bottom stamp well, of no, the No, I'm not talking about one. them lining him up in the forward line. I'm talking them so, getting him out of the team. No, no, no. But, so what are you worried about Tom Hawkins for? Because when Hawkins comes back, DeConning, when Hawkins comes in, DeConning goes back. When DeConning goes back, Asava's out of the team. But he's not out of the team because Jack Henry's out for three months. Yeah, so he fucking big boy fucking... What's his name will play there? Who? Who played in defense on the weekend? They had no one there. DeConning played forward. Exactly. So who comes out for DeConning to go back? They didn't play a second key position, Corey. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm not Who comes they... out of the team for DeConning to go back? Corey. That's my no question. One comes, no one comes out of that back line. Asava, so honestly... you think DeConning's going to play forward this year? No. DeConning's definitely playing at fullback. Okay. So who coming out of the team then? Jack Henry. Jack Henry's already out of the team. He didn't play on the weekend. So we're talking about the best 22. We're not talking about well, fucking who they feel in their scratch match, you idiot. Their scratch match is going to be their best 22 because it's fucked. I can categorically guarantee you Asava and DeConning will both play defense come round one. Asava's so shit. Okay. I'm not disagreeing with Asava's shit. 
I think his scoring potential, you'd be like, you'd be very happy with a fifty every week from him. Yeah, I think, I think so. his scoring, I think his job security is relatively good. I think he's guaranteed the first five or six weeks because they're really going to see how it goes and give him a give him an actual crack at you it. Have to, don't you? And if he makes it, he makes it. And if he doesn't, then he's cold. Now the problem is, if he doesn't make it. He's only made you fifty grand, and then he's dropped. And then what the fuck do you do with him then? And that's if that's even fifty grand, because he's starting at one seventy four. I will not start a Sarah boy. Yeah, because what's, there he is, to, what's he got to average to start moving up? You will find thirty two is break even. If you're starting him in the Ford line, that Davy fucker from Essendon will average or out average a Sarah. At 50, 60k cheaper. So you, may as well, you may as well start him. I wouldn't be confident starting Asava on field. I mean, if you pick an Asava, you want to put him on field because you're spending that sort of coin, yeah. right? But the reality is Asava's going to end up on your bench because his scoring output's not <coughs> great. I mean, I can't see him. I don't know about you, but I can't see him having four or five or six intercepts in a game and then all of a sudden he's scoring 80s. Well, I, no, I can't, I can't he's, envision he's that. He's not going to be free to roam. Like yeah, but I, yeah, but see, that see, but we sort of disagree here because I think he needed to actually play more on a defender on the weekend because they had no other tools to to match up on the other tools. Right when the Conning goes back, the Conning actually takes a defender. I think Asava becomes a little Fuck freer. Yeah, I reckon. But Geelong are always going to want Tom Stewart to be a little Correct. freer too, right? And that's and that's who you want there. You want Tommy Stewart yeah. intercepting. You want. I think I, I'd rather the Conning intercepting than Asava. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to give him a go, and I think they're going to create opportunities for him to do that kind of stuff. See, the good thing with Asaba is he—he's a big motherfucker. Like he would yeah. have made a great UFC fighter. He's a big but motherfucker. He, he couldn't even clunk him in the forward line when and, he went up in there. And, so he's, gonna... and this is what I mean. And he's quick. So why would you not play him on the key? Like play him on the key. Play him as the key defender. Don't let him intercept. He's mm. too dumb and dopey. Remember fucking when Gibbo went to Hawthorne and Clarko was just, and I know different body size, but Clarko was just like, just spoil the ball. Don't try and mark the ball, just spoil the ball. No, Gibson became a very good user. He, he became elite. But when he first got to um, Hawthorne, he was just told, just spoil the ball. And yeah. he came, I'm telling you, the best thing Asava can do in a, in a football sense for that football club is go and punch the fucking football. I'm not sold on scoring potential. I, I think yeah. I can see I can see why people would start it because I think there's enough well, signs to indicate. Imp- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's enough signs to indicate improvement. I think there's enough signs to indicate it could be some value. I, I'm not buying. I'm not buying. I'm not buying it though. Look, he, if he plays, he'll out average his 2022 average. That's that's simple. he he has to not play. Um, I know what you say, go spoil the ball, let him play kid. Watch the game a little more closely. He was being outmaneuvered. Who did they play again in that preggy game? The Brisbane. Scratch Man, they whatever. fucking smashed him. Yeah. You know who it was? Now, as soon as you said Brisbane, bro, Darcy Ford yeah. honestly looked like a Coleman medalist when yeah. Asava was. I'm not even kidding you. But, and this is what I mean with these super coach picks is, is Geelong, if Geelong get themselves, if, I tell you, if Colin would come out and do a number on them, Heads will start to roll. They're not obviously going to cull it after one week. But if he's getting towed up every single week, it's going to become a problem. Yeah, I'm, I won't be starting Asava, yeah. categorically. I'll be starting Toby McLean ahead of him. I'm, I'll be starting probably the Cheezle ahead of him. And we'll, we'll go into all these options in the next couple of days and yeah. do the forward podcast. But Asava's, uh, Asava's out of my calculations. I'm yeah. not going anywhere near it. Um, who are the other ones? We've got... <coughs> 
<coughs> excuse me, McAndrew. Nah, that's it. Um, yeah, McAndrew, yeah, he's the one. I think Samson Ryan might sneak in for some games this yeah, year. Yeah, he's going to be... He's going to be an emergency, isn't he? Do you see the five minutes he come on and put on on the weekend? He's going to be an emergency he's a fair bit, Corey. dominated. You're going to want some injuries of that club for him to get yeah. a Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, McAndrew, I mean, you'd love for the Laddams to go down. That'd be handy. I, I think you just start McAndrew yeah. at one, 123. I don't think it... Look, you can go get a guy at 102K, but I don't think with the potential debut, with the potential money you could make off a 123K rug, I don't think it justifies the saving the 20 grand at this time of year. I think you just start the 123 guy and then you won't have to worry about a trade bringing him in. Yeah. All right. Let's go to questions because we spent too long fucking arguing. and oh, dissected it, mate. Dissected yeah, it. but um, we fucking... You told me this podcast was going to be 15 minutes. I told you <laughs> this is going to be a we good podcast. We spent 25 minutes arguing the exact same point about Asava. Why not to pick him? <laughs> Disagree. We articulated pros and cons. Uh, Ruck potty. Questions, that's what I'll put. Uh, so below. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know why I read that out. Fuck this body. Uh, Froffy41, Wits or Darcy and why? Darcy. Darcy, and I think we've articulated pros and cons of each player. Ando, here we go. If Big O is a solo, is he option? Yeah, there was a point in time where I liked Big O. I reckon Big O could break out, but yeah. no, I think there's better. Uh, can Gorn really be gone with Grundy in the team? Can Gorn be better? Can Gorn really be Gorn with Grundy in the team? Oh, he, he can be 80% Gorn. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Frog up. Marshall, Sean Darcy, Radaglia at R3, Cameron at R4. Overkill? At forward four. Yeah, that is yeah. huge overkill, yeah. Um, DC doesn't seem to have an upside. That's Cameron, that is, at his price, but might get close enough to an F5 slash 6 average. No. Not to begin with. Not with Coxie there. Yeah. That's a when Coxie's, Yeah. I think when Coxie's role from the ruck disappears, then we trade him. We all trade him in. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Scotty, well and gents, the charity day at the, at the Anvil has raised a huge amount. Has raised a huge amount. Sorry, I'm choking with laughter. Sore joints are aching from jaw to rump. From the exertion of those last few performances, those private shows did it, ensuring that all were pleased. Now, what is your money-making stripper move and song? <laughs> my money-making stripper move and song. She's my chair. Nah, nah, that's what I was That's about the about. first thing that comes to my mind, yeah. Um... Uh, He's just listed a whole lot of fucking. Oh, wait, the danger zone. You cannot have Prey, Madonna, Mills made you look. Oh, Mills, uh, Madonna slash Mills. I think he meant like a prayer. Yeah. Yep, okay. Uh, made you look. Uh, Megan Trainer, Dizza, I'm too sexy, right? Said Fred Stein and Poison. Uh, Alice Cooper, I'll take that. Nah, fitting. We should have just deleted this guy, honestly. Uh, Discord voice draft waivers. Anyone in or out? Soft draft. draft. Oh yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to pick up off the waivers? Do you want first crack? Uh, no, you can go. Now, there's one man, Corey. Now, you know how much negativity and fighting and all this kind of yeah. stuff I had on my side. <laughs> I'm going to counteract it all with one recruit, Corey. Yep. So we've got five people going head to head. One recruit's going to come in, and we're going to be totally balanced. Are we dropping or are we just adding? No, nah, let's just add. Fuck it. 
I want Danger. I want Danger. Too bad. I want Danger. I'm extremely <laughs> on my list, and and I want a, I want a bit of Danger action. You want the Dang? So oh, I love Danger. Steen's going to be stiff again here. Are you not picking him up? I've got to get Lordy. Yeah. <laughs> he should have been picked in my team to begin with. Stein just not getting <laughs> right again. He's actually, I thought that's where you were going. That's why I let you go first because I didn't nah, hurt any nah, feelings. Man. I'm not missing out on Danger. Are you kidding me? There's no way I'd miss out on Danger. Yeah, Lord should have been in my team. Probably should have been my number one, to be honest. No, this would be good. We might have to. We might. We might draft off the waivers again next yeah. week. But Stein goes undrafted again. Unlucky. <laughs> What's he say? You can only get better. <laughs> yeah. What's one of his good sayings? Is actually, you only want. Whenever we're talking about, you know, you know, the cost of living or you know, the yeah, cost of really expensive things like houses and this kind of stuff, all he ever says is, "You're only one multi away." And <laughs> <laughs> he's been stiff again. <laughs> A thousand to one, you're only one multi away. Twenty bucks on it. But you know, I have to take Lordy. He only gets on disc when I'm on. I'll, I'll tell you now. I'm a bit upset you've actually taken Lordy because I would have loved to have seen him undrafted again too, actually. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have been happy. My big TFT, mate. Anyone plays TFT, get in the disc. Come chat with me and Lordy. Um, Froffy Ford. Oh, sorry. And then his last question. Riley O'Brien. No. Yeah, that's a no for me as well. Froffy 41. Do we need to put a disclaimer on this pod that if you aren't in the inner sanctum of the elites, you'll have no fucking clue what you're talking about? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually you, you. You talk about the inner sanctum. All you got to do is jump on, jump on the voice chat, and just hang out with us. And you'll you'll learn everyone's quirks. It'll take you a couple of hours just to get up to date with everything. You'll know who we're talking about. It's fucking great. The voice there. chat is the greatest thing. If you've ever thought about joining, get in. Honestly, <laughs> like that's so fucking good. It, it it something happens all day every day. Oh, so good. In fact, someone actually got banned for one hour today from coming on. I think we will talk about that shortly. Edgar, how many games will Shrek play? Has he ever played a full season? He's playing yeah, right? Shrek. They're referring to Darcy, <coughs> Sean Darcy. Yeah. No, he's never played a full season. And yes, he, he probably... When? 2017. No, 2020, sorry. Played 17. Oh, there you go. Is, are you sure? Yeah, didn't you say that just before? No, I thought he missed one game in oh, that season. Oh, did he? Fuck, I thought... Yeah. He... Let me have a look. Be. Bring it up. I don't think he has, but I might be wrong. Even though I just looked this up, you think it would be fresh in my mind, huh? I might be thinking that. Uh, 2020, he played 15. Oh, yeah, so he's go. played 8, eight 7, 11, 15 in the shortened season, 21 and 19. Oh, so we're going to run with, yeah, we'll run with, he's due. <laughs> he's never done it, but he's due. <laughs> uh, Vart, 25. Hey, Nobs, who finishes Vart, the 52, number? mate. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, hard yeah, fifty-two. Yeah, sorry. Um, hey, knobs, who finished number one? Ruck. Marshall. He said total points here. Yeah, total points. Sorry. Um, oh, I'm I'm gonna go. Yeah, Roland Marshall because I don't play. think Marshall's gonna miss games. Yeah. Uh, when's the next Greyhound race jumping? There'll be one today, Travi. Me and uh, the serial pest need to decide what we're having for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> Regards number two graphic. Do you want to quickly just touch on what this is, by the way? And number what the greyhound? Yeah. Oh, okay, so so elites breaks. They've actually yeah, major sponsor. They've actually expanded into elites razzes and draws, which is essentially a big raffle ticket. Corey. It's actually so good. So 
you'd have, and, and there's a limited number of raffle tickets and they cost X amount of dollars. It changes depending on what the prizes are and all that kind of stuff. But over the weekend, the, uh, the, the elites razzes and draws page, AKA the raffles as they put up a, uh, no, last night, actually they had 30 spots. You could buy one entry out of 30 or you could buy multiple if you wanted. It was 33 bucks for a ticket. And the winner walked away with a PS5 bundle with game and everything included. And, so, uh, yeah, it was done last night. And how the how the uh, how the what do you call them? How the sponsors do it there, Corey? When you pick, when you buy your spot, you buy your raffle ticket. You actually get a number, and then that number gets attributed to an online dog race. That's the best. And That's the so online dog good. race, the online dog race is streamed, and so you know you can see your dog running. And then if your dog wins the race, you win the prize. We done it the other night between six of us in Discord and put a little bit of money on the line, and I won twice. They're the this, greatest races in the world. Literally 11 o'clock at night, six or seven of us online, we had nothing to do. We're all gone, all right, everyone pick a number, 10 bucks each, and the winner of the dog race takes the money, and Corey's won back-to-back, walked out with it all. Oh, one, hell. 100 bucks in three minutes, quit your day job. Bit of fun. Mm. But uh, no, it's good. It's uh, what, fucking PlayStations, appliances, shoes, basketball shoes. Gift vouchers. The works. Flights in it, fucking vacuum cleaners, Corey. It's fucking good. Nintendo Switches, speaker systems, barbecues, smokers. You got the whole lot. I mean, there's, there's honestly, coffee machines, actually. There's, honestly, there's, there's nothing you can't win. And yeah. we're not talking cheap fucking prizes here. We're talking, Top of you know, quality. Price, 55 yes. inch TVs. Dyson, got Dyson vacuum. It's Dyson vacuum. Yeah, we're talking. Elite yeah. prizes. Uh, that should give us, surely that gets us a free raffle ticket. You know, so. Uh, hey lads, is it worth bringing a cheaper ruck slash forward option this year, radically, etc., or just run no. And if you trade your way out of injuries, trade out of injuries. Um, JB, howdy fellas, can you rank the top five rucks currently got Marshall and Big Oni's team? Okay, so I'm going to go with five's a lot, but I'm going to go with Marshall, Gorn, Darcy, English. Wits. Um, Marshall, Darcy, English, Gorn, Grundy. Wait, did I leave Wits out there? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Alright, no Grundy, Wits. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, what the fuck is this? What is this Triple B thing? Well, deleted. I missed yeah, that one. I thought really I deleted all his stuff. If yeah. you had to drink... Uh, no, no, no. Do you reckon triple you LGBTQ? Reckon triple, triple LGBTQ will take a $100 bet with the CEO, co-founding member, the almighty leader, inaugural supercoach champ, Lord Dizza? No, he won't. He's a coward. How's the inaugural supercoach champ? He's never won a league. Yeah, he's not exactly the smartest. Bro. He didn't finish, I don't think he finished school, did he? <laughs> if you had to drink one brand of beer for the rest of your life, what would you be going with? Carlton Dries. For forever. Hmm. I don't see how I ever get over them. Yeah, probably. It's one of them. And, and Carlton Dries isn't the brand. I'd say Carlton is the brand, which yeah, means I, mean, I could then drink well, all forms of Carlton. Fuck it off. I don't want anything to do with Carlton Draft. I could have Draft. I could have Carlton Coldies. Actually, in saying that, I've never, ever gotten over VB, so it would probably be VB. Yeah, if I can realise you, mate. Yeah, just doing it. Um, if McAndrew is named, do we pick him at Arthur regardless of shit slash... Yes. Yep. 
Vart52 went to three strikes just in coming to play for the serial offenders posting general chat on podcast questions. Fuck them off. Thanks, number two draft pick on the line, like Will Ashcroft. <laughs> I reckon immediately draft. Three yeses, fuck them off. Yes. Adri85 is a new member, so I think this is his first time. Qu- Actually, you might have asked a question on the on last potty, but welcome again anyway, Adri. Come jump in the chat. Can we still a rock, rock podcast to go straight to the forward line? It's clean cut, Marshall and Wits Darcy L. Cameron, and a rookie if they're playing round one. That's not even a question. Bumps, why'd you not delete it? Hold on. This is he said it's clear cut. It's Marshall and and then listed three players and a rookie. Well, it's not clear cut because you only would have said two. But he's not very smart, is he? He's a fucking idiot. He's, he's got to go. This uh, funny how both of oh, fresh dog. Funny how both of you were saying Hodor is no good in the fur potty. Now you're liking like he's king. Love you, boys. When did I say Sean Darcy was no good? I don't actually think we did. I just think we had someone else as our premium, didn't we? I don't know. I can't remember. Freo Potty was like three months ago. (sighs) Um, Triple L. I I like it how you deleted the last one. Triple L. GBTQ. With all the desert chat of to go, if he doesn't start him, will you boys remove him as admin? Well, I don't know if you've ever tried to overthrow the Emperor, but it's a pretty hard... It's a pretty hard gig. Uh, all hail the mighty one. Uh, Bug him off. Time to go. See you it. on the Ford podcast. All right, elitists. On behalf of Bonds, myself, and the patrons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Peace out, and thank you for listening.